Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Runk. <laughs> Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the show. Congratulations. I have a special announcement. I have a special announcement for all of you that want to come sit in the tall grass April 1st in Minneapolis, Crystalia.com. I will be filming my fifth special i will be doing it in minneapolis uh my next special is announced and that is when uh, i will be doing it april 1st the first show is already sold out the second show uh there are tickets left and they will sell out this is my special that i am shooting um and that is what's happening so there's my special announcement i will also be in uh austin yeah, uh, uh, no, uh, November. I mean, not even close to November. Uh, March twenty fifth, and I will be in uh, different places: Kansas City and Tulsa, uh, Springfield. So go to chrislea dot com and check it out. Uh, where I will be uh, on the Don't Push Me tour. I gotta say, man, it's been really, really great. Chicago was awesome. New York was awesome. I'll be in Midland, Texas. I always forget that one because what is it? Um, it's from where? It's where Woody Harrelson was born. Um. Columbus, Ohio, Cincinnati. Woody Harrelson was born in Midland, Texas. The only reason why I know that is because my wife was watching a documentary about serial killers. And the guy on it sounded like fucking, what's his name? Uh, Woody Harrelson. So just like him. And he was from South Carolina. And I thought, I bet Woody Harrelson is from South Carolina because he sounds just like him. I looked up where Woody Harrelson wrote. It's from Midland, Texas. Dead wrong. Um, but it's all good. The South is the South. And although it's not all the same, you got that draw. You know what I mean? And that's me, boy. Ding! That's me, boy. Um, and uh, I am very excited to be shooting my special. I want to do it. Uh, I, 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 You know, it, it's, it's, it's tricky because I'm going to do it now. And then I guess I'll probably release it a few months after that. I already have tour dates lined up for the fall of this year. They're not out yet. Not sure when I'm going to be releasing them or uh, announcing them. But uh, I ha- it will be the Don't Push Me Tour. But I don't know when I'm going to release this special. And when I release this special, I want the Don't Push Me Tour to be kind of not over, but I want to have new material. So i got to incorporate some new material on the Don't Push Me Tour. So tr- we'll see what it is, dude. But, um, you know, the link below is where you get tickets to the special. Uh, where, where the special taping. I was in New York. I was in Rhode Island, first of all. Played the Vets, which was awesome. Uh, have I been to Rhode Island before? Don't know. Why? It's not memorable. But boy, was it this time. Um, and, uh, yeah. So I was in Rhode Island. And it was very fun. Then I went to New York. Starts where I, where I actually started spreading the news. And, dude, it was so cute because I was taking... I took Calvin and my wife. And Calvin kept on saying, we're going to New York to visit Pop-Pop. And we went to... Pop-Pop is what he calls grandpa, you know, my, my dad. And... Uh, so he, we went to New York and we saw Pop Pop and it was absolutely beautiful because February 18th was my show in New York and February 18th was my my uh, son's birthday. He turned three and February 18th, my dad came to the show and it was very sweet. Every time I look, my dad is the most sentimental person in the world. So like, honestly, he, cr- I mean, he, he just, it's where I get my sentiment from. 
my babies. It's where I got my, my sentiment from. But uh, and uh, my sentimentality, I guess, is what we call it. Not my sentiment. I don't know. I'm dumb. But um, but he is basically the most sentimental person in the world. And he um, came to the show. Did twenty people in my family come to the show as well? Yes. Did they all ask for tickets? Yes. Is that thousand dollars out of my pocket? Yes. Is it okay? No. But did we do it anyway? Yes. Why? Because if I did, my dad would be mad. And I'm Italian, you know, dude. My dad is so. My dad will be like, "You drove by, you drove by La Cunada, and, and and you didn't say hi to your mother," and I'm just like, "Dad." I was on the two freeway, you know. You didn't exit? You didn't exit Hillard and, and drive up and visit your mom for an hour and a half? Your mother's pissed. Well, why isn't she calling me? I got to, you know, if my mom's pissed, the way I know my mom's pissed is if my dad calls me. That's how I know if my mom's pissed. I know if my dad's pissed, my dad calls me. If my mom's pissed, my dad calls me. Now, that's the Italian way. That's the New Jersey way. And, you know. So that's what we do. So you didn't, you didn't, uh, you didn't visit your mother? No, no, I didn't. But I, were you, were you on the 210 at all? Yeah. You didn't visit your mother? Well, but I was in the 210. It was really far. I was in Pasadena. That's not an excuse. That's 12 minutes away. But then if I drive 12 minutes, I drive 12 minutes back. Then it's 24 minutes. I stay there for an hour. It's like, oh, you don't love your mother? She birthed you. My dad doesn't sound like that, but it's still funny to make him sound like that. And so, uh, matter of fact, my matter, matter of fact, my dad's so sentimental that uh, I believed in Santa Claus for way, way too late, and that was part of me being like, "Fuck this shit! I'm gonna believe in Santa Claus as much as I want to, dude." Kids in the school were telling me, "You know, he's not real," and I was like, "Nah, I, he's real. I don't care. I don't even care if he's not real, uh, dude. I'm talking well into like, I mean, thirteen, yeah." You figure out there's no Santa when you're six. Bro, I was 13, like, maybe not the 12 reindeers, but someone's Santa. And he probably has a reindeer or two. They don't fly. I get it, but you know what I mean? Like, like, like I was living in my, uh, like, if Santa, like, if, like, like, uh, Christopher Nolan directed a Santa Claus movie where it's like, well, yeah, the reindeers don't fly, but he is a real person. He's got guns. <laughs> um, you don't live in the North Pole, he lives in Alaska, you know? Uh, so, so yeah. And then my mom said to me, uh, when I was 11, you know, there's no, there's no Santa Claus, right? I mean, let's my, I mean, there, there maybe is a Santa Claus, but mom and dad are the ones that put the present under the tree. And, and I remember I was at my desk in New Jersey and I was doing my homework and I was like, yeah, 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 I know. And I just knew the next time I talked to my mom that she got in trouble from my dad. Cause my dad was like, you're going to, you're going to tell him there's no Santa Claus. Like he's only 11. Like I was so old at that point. I had armpit hair. And um, then the next uh, Christmas, we were in L.A. I must have been 12 or 13. I can't remember. And uh, when 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 I knew there was no Santa Claus. And then, by the way, if you're sorry for spoiling it, but if you're in the cult here, you know that for sure there's no Santa Claus because you got to be old enough to get in the cult, right? So and we got to sit in high tall grass. We're going to start Christmas, but ah, uh, oh, my son's crying here. Is he all right? I'm sorry. Um, maybe my wife just told him there's no Santa. So, uh, so the next Christmas, I went down, and there were things in the down under the tree that I wanted that I didn't necessarily say I wanted. And my dad's like, "Hey, look!" 
And I said, yeah. He said, look at that there. Santa brought that. Did you want that? I said, yeah. He said, did you let Santa know? Did you tell anybody that you wanted that? I said, no. He said, oh, so there must be a Santa, huh? And he's like trying to backtrack. I'm like, the damage is already done. You can't, you know, the the, the milk spilled already. You can't put it back in a bottle. So um, anyway, uh, my dad's sentimental as shit. So I, here's how sentimental my dad is. He goes to, my grandfather had, ah, dude. My grandfather had a newsstand on 33rd and 7th in New York. And that's how we made his money. They were growing up, they were poor, you know. So at, speaking of Christmas, one Christmas they had, a, they had gifts and they had to return them the next day. Really sad. But um, so the, uh, we went to, uh, so my dad, every time he's in New York, he goes to 33rd and 7th to feel his dad, which is absolutely fucking adorable, dude. My dad's cute as shit, man. Where do you think I get it from? So he does that. And one time there was a billboard of me while he was standing there uh, where his newsstand used to be. And my dad just waterworks. What a moment, right? What a moment. It's great. Cool. I don't remember what the billboard was for. Is it for a dumb show I was on or when I was a model for Hugo Boss? But um, just like this. Aqua de Giorgio, just like this. Coming out of a pool like this. Um, just cascading, just water, just cascading over the, and so, um, so, uh, I, I know he does that. And I was texting him this time. He was in New York. He was there and I had my shows at the Beacon Theater, two of them. He keeps his seats warm, but not for too long. Cause he stand up at the end. And so, um, I did the show. It's Calvin's birthday. At the end, I said to my dad, Hey, Calvin, I think wants to come out on the stage with you. Do you want to do that? And he said, of course, I'll do anything Calvin wants. Didn't even ask Calvin about it. Just knew my dad would do it if Calvin would want to do it. I did what Hollywood Asians do. I was like, yeah, he 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 wants to do it, so you should want to do it. And they go, all right. And all of a sudden, you, you got fucking Mark Wahlberg and Jeremy Renner in a project where they both thought they wanted to do it, but really it was uh, they would only do it if each other did it, and there was no checking involved. And now they both said yes because they thought, and now you got a blockbuster hit, right? So... Um, so I get on, so I'm on stage. I said, good night, everybody. And then it come, they come out with balloons. My dad brought the balloons with Calvin because it's his birthday. And it was so sweet. I'm hugging my dad and I'm holding Calvin. And then, um, and then, you know, I say, I, I we leave. And I don't know, I, on the stage, I'm like, yeah, my, this is crazy. It's three generations of Dalia, and my grandfather's not with us anymore. But it's all on the tour report that I put up on my channel. But, um, but I was like, uh, you, um, my grandfather would think this is a trip. You know, uh, he used to sell newspapers, whatever. I'd say all that stuff. Then the next day, I go and I get—I know I meet my dad for dinner the next day, so I go get a tattoo at this place, Bang Bang, in New York City, and uh, it's the the you can see it right here, but the street sign, West Thirty Third and Seventh and Seventh Avenue. Dude, not only am I sentimental, I'm cute as shit. <laughs> Isn't that sweet? So now I'm yadded up. I'm crazy yadded up. And yeah, it's, you know, it's absolutely sexy, but also it's very sentimental, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to pass out towels because, you know, I'm like, like, dude, you think I got more tattoos, but you, you don't even know about. I got some that are half done. I haven't even exposed to you yet. So yeah, I'm going to have to get a bunch of, I got to get Ikea bags of towels. I got to dole them out because women are going to be falling down, breaking their fucking necks when you see the kid yadded up like this, right? Okay. Sorry. I need to get insurance and towels. Okay. So there's that. But also, oh, 
He gets ones that mean stuff. So I showed it to my dad at dinner, and he teared up, dude. My dad's so sentimental, and that's where I get it from, man. So sentimental. That's it. Once I let the walls down and did too much therapy, now he cries a lot too. Yay. His brother talked about him, but he never talks about his feelings. Yay. And he said, yeah, you're right, but then Wanu, but he said it begrudgingly, but secretly, deep down, he knows it's right. Yay. And then my brother said, the only time I ever had a real conversation with my mom was after two and a half years ago when all shit happened. Yay. And I thought I did, but I really didn't. But that's me being delusional and compartmentalizing. Yay! But it's all good, dude. So now he gets tattoos that mean something. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. That's why I said grow or die. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, we did that, and we did the uh, the New York show. Then we went to – we stayed in New York City, and my my motherfucker, dude, first of all, it was so cool seeing Kevin walk around the city like a city boy, dude. It was so cute, man. I'm not going to talk about my son the whole time. Look, I get it. I'm a first-time dad, and sometimes people are like, bro, does this guy – like, he's got a kid, so what? Dude, how about this? My heart explodes for him. So I'm not going to talk about it too much, but it's just, you know, my family and just the warmth and the, you know, the niceness. And dude, fuck you for being shitty about what I love. How about that? Don't listen. Dude, as a matter of fact, I want to whittle down my fans and to really, really drive home the point that if you're listening to this podcast or watching this podcast, you're a hardcore motherfucker, dude. I don't want passive listeners like, huh. I want motherfuckers that are sitting Indian style on the grass helping to build this log cabin. So anyway, dude, I digress. But uh, yeah, did the Chicago theater. I guess I'm going back to the Chicago theater later on this year because it was just so frigging great. So what do we talk about, dude? That was just me catching up to catching you guys up to what's been going on in my life. Because, dude, I haven't been doing the podcast for 10, 10 days. I was in New York City, dude, and I went to get a coffee. By the way, this coffee shop is really good. I forget what it's called. Um, but I went in to get the coffee shop, to get the coffee, to get my four shots over ice. First of all, I went in to get four shots over ice. Went in with Denny Love, the guy who opens for me, comedian. He's really great. Um, and he was like, they, he asked them for fur. He was like, <laughs> dude, he wants coffee. He doesn't know coffee, but he's like, I'm trying to get into coffee. And he'll go and he'll get like the fucking red frilly drink like the strawberry supreme or whatever, but like the coffee version of it, so not, not strawberry, but like the vanilla fucking and also mocha and with syrup in it and also pancakes, coffee, the latte, right? And he'll be drinking it. It'll be like, he'll be drinking it and there's like a, uh, like there's literally like, like a, a cinnamon stick coming out of it and some plants and dominoes, you know? Like just so, like just full of shit. And he'll drink it and be like, I'm not. Re-. And so every time I see it, I'm always like, oh, dude, you're meeting up with a chick? I go like that. And we have a laugh, you know. I say, oh, dude, who's the girl you're meeting up with? Like, you know what I mean. So uh, so we go in there and he's like, could I get it with vanilla? And they were like, we don't have flavor. Dude, just straight up the coffee shop that just goes like this. We don't have flavor. Like. The most boss shit. My, when, when I say it's my dream to open up a shop where you, that where you taste stuff and then you got the balls to be like, we don't have flavor, is the most unbelievable shit. That's so gangster. Oh, you came here for tasting stuff? Great. This is going to be overpriced. By the way, 
Don't ask for flavor because we got none. So then I get my four shots over ice, but I go like this. Now, this is this is how hardcore of a coffee drinker I am. We're at a hardcore coffee place. So hardcore, doesn't have flavor. I ask for four shots over ice, and the lady says, you want one shot? And I say, no, no, no. And she says, you want two, double? I say, no, 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 four. And she says, do you want to die? That's, <laughs> dude, she says, do <laughs> you want to die? And now I'm realizing when I say this, she said that because of how strong their coffee is because they were like a hardcore place with no flavor. And I drank it. It was very strong now that I think about it. But yeah, I drank that shit. Still alive. But bro, it was so funny, man. You want to die? The best place I've ever been to. I can't even remember what it's called. I'll flash it on the screen because I'll remember later and I'll have uh, Ivan Gitrudov put it up there. Congratulations for that. Um, But yeah. I got this new tattoo and it's fucking cool, man. It's it's appealing right now. I went to this place in Chicago called Elski. It's a restaurant. And we went because it's a Michelin star restaurant. And I didn't know about this, but like there's like how many people how many places in America that have like a three star Michelin? Like not that many. And then there's two and then there's one. And like a city, like Chicago has like thirty one stars. Like it's not many, you know? Maybe not even thirty, maybe like twenty. And Kristen was like, let's go to this place. So I was like, all right, cool. So we go. The the fucking, like, the absolute balls that the, you talk about, like, hardcore coffee. The balls these, place, these places have. Honestly, every one or two star, at least two or, or three star restaurants, Michelin star restaurants, should only legally be able to be called balls. They should be called balls restaurant or my big balls, my big bald cafe. Because this shit, first of all, they'll eight courses. So my balls are big. That's basically what they're saying. It's like, ah, eight courses. Dude, here's how many courses a meal should be. One. All right? And you might be like, what about appetizer? No. You know what appetizer for? To whet the appetite for the real meal? Nope. Just give me the real meal. At best, maybe dessert. So maybe two, but one. Okay? Appetizer? Nope. Bring it with the meal. On the same plate, make it one. Okay? So we go to this place that has like 11 courses. And I'm like, well, these courses are probably small. So let me add two. uh, You can either get the set menu, which is go, honestly, blow yourself. I get it. I get it. A chef is a an artist, and yeah, yeah, no substitutions. And I get it, but also, name your place Balls Cafe, okay? So, so the first, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, course is is two little bitch ass blocks. Like I'm talking that big 
of goat, like it's like goat cheese and egg yolk and like a crepey kind of thing on it. And I, 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 I actually, you know what? You know what it is? You know what they brought out first? I don't know. Because it's Balls Cafe. I mean, you got the chef in there sitting on them like, like it's like at the toy store when they're bouncing on the fucking thing. You know what I'm talking about with the handle and it look just ba- He's like Randy Marsh w- wagging in his balls. Hey, what, what? Hey, everybody. Did the, did the lamb come in? Did the rabbit ears come in? Hey, uh, chef balls. So, so the, fr- and by the way, two little bitch ass things and dude, they got a plate this big. The two bitch ass block things are on the side of the plate, dude. Like, Hey, you missed. They act like, dude, they're like, well, uh, yo, no, go negative spec. Take your negative. You know where else there's negative spec? Up your ass, dude. Hey, dude. You missed the plate. First, and guess, guess how quickly I ate the first course. 0.001 seconds, dude. And Kristen's laughing. She's like, man, you don't do mindful eating, which is something that I did in rehab. But then, dude, people were like, you got to do mindful eating. You got to really taste the food. I don't know why this is part of the plan in rehab. But, like, you know, don't just eat the food so much probably because we're an addict and a lot of food addicts there. Probably don't look overeaters, you know. And don't fucking, you know, you got to really taste the food and put the fork down and think about it and taste the food. And I'm like, dude, mindful eating? Fuck all this. And people were trying to do the mindful eating. And I, I did it. But I, I learned how to do it real well. So I just fucking did it really quickly. I mindful eated real quick. Hey guys, I want to talk to you about mood and listen, whether you're new to cannabis or an old pro, there's no denying that many of the products on the market seem iffy, honestly, at best. And when you want to relax, iffy is the last thing you want to feel. Okay. Uh, mood puts an end to guessing games. It's a hundred percent federally legal Delta eight and Delta nine THC. You can have shipped straight to you. No doctors, no waiting. All right. Just affordable, legal THC. Um, I gave it to my brother and uh, Juan Fire, and Juan Fire swears by it. He said it helps with his stress and uh, keeps him calm, and he actually sleeps easier. I just think that this is a, a great product because one thing's for sure, Juan Fire ain't lying. Uh, it's a really neat, neat way to shop for THC. You shop by mood, like focus, euphoric, or creative, uh, and um, it's priced great, and uh, Juan Fire used the euphoric gummies and the fruity crispy treats and the THC moon rocks. Mood offers federally legal forms of THC extracted from hemp plants. Look, man, great tasting gummies, classic flour, convenient pre-rolls, and so much more. Um, So if you like THC, Mood has you covered. Great for both beginner and veteran users, by the way. Ready for a good time without the guesswork? Order your THC products from Mood today. And for 20% off your first order and free gummies, go to hellomood.com and use promo code CONGRATS. That's specific to my listeners. So uh, that's 20% off your first order. That is hellomood.com, promo code CONGRATS for 20% off your order and free gummies. Crazy. Crazy. 
so anyway, the second course comes. Man, what the fuck was it, dude? I took pictures of all of them. Actually, I'm gonna. I, I got. I took pictures of all of them. Um, I took pictures of all of them, and I'm gonna go get them. And you're gonna wait here while I scroll through it because, dude, I'm gonna describe these pictures, and I'm actually gonna put them on the thing. I'm gonna have Ivan get rid of put them on the thing. Um, I don't know when this was. Let's see. So I'm going to be really respectful and just scroll through my phone as you guys are listening. And you guys are going to stay here, okay? Because you're about it. Because you're about it. Because honestly, you're about it. Now, I was just looking through videos. So that pisses me off. I was looking through videos uh, because I, I, I was not even looking through pictures. Now, that makes me really mad. But you know what? You stayed anyway. You know why you're about it. Okay, here it is. Found it. It was way quicker. Wish I didn't find the videos first. All right. Um, so that was the thing. Two bitch ass. So here's what the thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, two bitch ass things. And then two more bitch ass things on the side of it on a different plate that were center in the center of the thing. This is me being this is me writing the menu. So first course, two bitch ass things on the side of the plate in parentheses. Sorry, we missed the plate. And also two bitch ass things that tasted like donuts but were really small and should have been for dessert. And also a drink that we pretend is a meal and it has I don't even know what was in it. It uh, tastes smoky as shit. All right. So that was the first meal. Second meal was they bring, it's a bowl and the guy's like, so it's in broth. And then, you know, they would do the whole thing where they explain it. They're just like, so here we have, and I'm already done with the course by the time he gets to the word have. So here we have, um, so they're dumplings. They're the chef's uh, take. Anytime a chef does a take, you know, it's not the thing. So it's the chef's take on a dumpling, and uh, and I'm looking, no dumpling. There's pork inside it, didn't taste the pork. Flaps, the, the little like flap over it, uh, like little beads of pork, and in broth, I guess, but it more it was more like froth. And they were like, literally, I asked the guy, do you eat it with a, spoon, a fork or a spoon? He says, you just kind of eat it with the spoon. And I tried to eat it with the spoon, and then it wasn't working. I took it with the fork, because, dude, they tricked me. There's no real broth. So it was like pork dumplings that weren't pork dumplings. So that was the, the second meal. And the third meal, the third course was, oh yeah, um, sable fish with chamomile flakes and shrimp under it. Now that was banging. Look, by the way, it was all very good. I'm, I'm not all very good, but also more. Okay. I also, because the, 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 <clears throat> The what do you call the courses were going to be little? I knew to order more. I so I also ordered the halibut and also they're called nudies, which is like gnocchi. Didn't know what it was, but it tasted it was so banging. The the nudie and the whatever, dude. I'm a food critic, but this is the place Elski was great. So then we got the hal. Didn't like the chamomile in it in the shit, you know. Then got the halibut and the nudie, and boy, those were tens, man, just tens. God, the halibut and the, and the nudie. And then, dude, then it was the only course I did not like. Liver pate, pate. And, like, dude, they they brought it in the shape of a pie. And it's like, I thought it was dessert, and I ate it, dude. And I'm just not a liver fan. Duck liver, okay? You know? It's like, and it was in the shape of a pie. Ate it. I said, where's the utensils? They said, you eat it with your hands. I ate it with my hands. It was cold. It was disgusting. Not a fan of liver. And then it was duck breast or some shit. A duck. It was all right. And then, dude, they gave us two charcoal pieces to cleanse the palate before dessert. And then I ate it and I pretended like it was dessert to Kristen. And she, she, I was like, man, that's a crazy dessert. And she didn't listen because she doesn't listen a lot sometimes. And then she was like, I was like, yeah, that was good. And she was like, oh, that's interesting. And I was like, ah, your joke's on you. It was just a palate cleanser. 
Then the real dessert came, and it was ice cream, and it was good. You know? But, like, dude, these places, man. Oh, and the bill was $550. Um, dude, so all good. But um, just absolutely, absolutely fucking crazy. Absolutely crazy to do this. But a good place. Dude, when you go to, how about this, man? People always talk about New York. Here's a hot take. New York. I haven't been in New York since before the pandemic. The, like 80% of the restaurants now close at like midnight. It used to be 24 hours. You got to like travel far if you want to get something at 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. It sucks. All right. Now I'm Mr. New York. Now I bleed New York, right? Now, uh, my soul rests easy in New York, right? Like, when I'm in L.A., a piece of me is missing. And it's a piece of, you know, it's my, my soul is in New York, right? And we all know that. I am New York. So, so I, you can't get food late at night unless you go far, right? Unless you live next to one of these spots. Now people are in the comments crying. You, you, you should have went, went to this or that or the, the Stardust Diner or whatever the fuck, you know. All right. So how about this? Living in New York, I cannot imagine living in New York your whole life. That would suck donkey balls. Now here's, that's the hot take. The hot take, and here's why. People say LA and traffic is the worst thing in the world. Dude, at least in LA... You have to drive to get to the traffic, okay? In LA, you're at least at your house, and then you drive a few blocks, and then you go, ah, fuck this LA traffic. In New York, you walk out your door, and there's traffic. Already, by the way, on the sidewalk, you get your, oh, 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 and you get to the car, you're sitting, got, this is the guy pulling out. Damn fuck, fucking god, shit ass, fuck that, goddamn fuck. Someone hits the roof, and he, the other guy, hey, they don't care, no one cares, nobody gets shot, you know. It's so annoying, dude. The, the traffic in New York fucking sucks. This is what you say. In New York, you're gonna be like, yo, um, so uh, how far away is it? And they, they, this is always the answer, in New York. Ah, it's only like six blocks, but it takes twenty five minutes. W- really? Because the traffic, yeah, and also you got to turn around and do the fucking thing, and it's a one-way street. Oh, dude, blow me. New York, it's not it anymore. You know what's it? Brooklyn. But then you go to Brooklyn, you see all the people with the twisty mustaches, you go, wipe my asshole, dude. Get out of here, man. No. So there's no place to live. It's either hipster city or traffic central, and that sucks. What about the regular degular? (laughs) I want to be regular degular. You can't in New York City, dude. So that's what's up, man. So that's what's up. And that sucks. So LA, you know, I look, I get it. LA is, well, it's, you know, I guess I want to say LA was great. The pandemic ruined everything, man. Which is why I want to, you know, we're building a house now outside of the fucking LA because I want some regular degular, dude. The, the traffic in New York is way worse now, dude. Pretty soon, New York's just going to be a place where you go to. They're all, it's going to be everything in New York is going to be a, either a hotel or a Dwayne Reed, and maybe like there'll be some pizza shops. But it'll everything will be a chain. Like nobody, no, who the fuck lives in New York anymore? They're just they're fucking Dwayne Reed after Dwayne Reed. 
Starbucks after Dwayne Reed, and then like you can go see Aladdin and the Lion King. I get it, dude. It's beautiful, you know. And there's still those diehard, yeah, but nah, you just don't know where to go. Uh, well, how about how five years ago you just stepped outside and everything was a fucking party? Five years ago you could stay at thirty third and bullshit and walk out and still have a great time. And now, dude, everything is a Dwayne Reed. It just sucks. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. How about this fucking bullshit? Tiger Woods. This is great. First of all, love it. Tiger Woods women's group rips tampon gag. Misogynistic tone deaf. So hilarious. This is even r- fucking news. I mean, it's not news, but it's news. You know what I mean? It's not news, but... And uh, so he, this is so funny he did this, by the way. Now I'm a huge Tiger Woods fan. I just don't care about golf, but this guy. Tiger Woods is being called out by a women's empowerment group for his tampon prank at a PGA Tour event, saying how dare he, especially with a daughter at home. The CEO uh, of Women's Global Empowerment Fund tells TMZ Tiger's tampon moment was not only misogynistic, but also tone deaf and straight up disrespectful to women and girls all over the world. Sugar ripped the golfing legend. So here's what he did. He won up to this golfer, like this golfer did a shot, and he did a shot, and it was much better. And then he walked over and handed him a tampon, dude, which, by the way, is so fucking funny because of how just so frat guy and shitty it is, you know? Also, Tiger Woods, either two things happened here. Tiger Woods either went to go get a tampon to do this or got his assistant to pick up tampons too like that's unbelievable that's unbelievable that that he was like i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna fucking do a crazy cool shot which i do because i'm tiger ones i'm gonna go fucking you hand him the tampon so funny okay and now this woman of the woman head of the woman's group is saying how it's tone deaf Sugar ripped golfing legend wondering if he's intimidating periods. Oh, intimating periods are embarrassing or shameful or a sign of weakness. Okay. So here's the deal. Uh, Men are uh, more more, uh, manly, I guess. What is manly? I guess so. That doesn't make sense. So you can't say men are manly. Here here I go getting in trouble. But... um, the, 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 how do I not skate around this? How do I go right through the fucking bowling pins? But sports, male sports, if you want to say they're toxic, fine. Uh, I don't like that word. There's a very, if manly is a thing, then unmanly is a thing. And in sports, being manly is equated with being good in men's sports. Okay? So saying, hey, guy, I know you value this in yourself, but check this out. You got a pussy. Is a fucking funny thing to do. All right? And if... Having a look, having a period isn't a sign of weakness, but being weaker is a sign of weakness. 
And women genuinely, when it comes to physical strength, generally, the weaker, okay? And that's okay. You're different. You're better at other things. You're better at other things. And that's fucking awesome, dude. But, dude, this is absolutely hilarious that he did this. The women's group says it's sad to see Tiger do this because he's a grown man with a daughter and they feel the joke distracts from the serious issues involving mental health and period. Mental health. Fuck's mental health have to do with this. Which women and girls are about to go over? He gave an apology, non-apology, saying it was supposed to be all fun and games. Obviously, it hasn't turned out that way. If I had offended Nah, don't say that. If I offended anybody anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's not a real apology. But also, just don't do it. Yeah, women can speak in, compete in sports in all areas of life while handling their periods. So tampons are no joke. This is what they wrote, dude. Yeah, women can be in sports. Yeah, yeah, not with guys because they're not as good, dude. They're not. You're not gonna see fucking even Brittany Griner, who's like will sell out. She's not gonna be sitting there with LeBron, dude. I don't know. It's not. It's like, dude. Oh, so insane though. Like the Dilbert guy. How about how the Dilbert guy just goes, eh, I'm cashing in. Ah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm cashing in. Make guy has like $70 million. He's been drawing this dog shit cartoon since 1980, you know? And I'm not, I'm not, look, dude. Speak your mind, free your fucking mind. The cartoon, Dilbert, dog shit. Okay? It's all good. Do what you do. Make that, stack those racks. Fine. Dog shit. Okay? Dilbert will walk in and be like, where's my brain? And the guy's like, and then Dilbert's like, and it's on a hundred newspapers across the world. Dog shit. Okay? It's fine, but Dilbert, your whole life's work's dog shit. And it's fine. And I don't care. And I like when someone frees their mind and speaks their mind. Now, we are not racist here at the Congratulations Studios, okay? At the Super Good Studios. We're not racist. But this Dilbert guy, dude, I actually want to play the fucking video. Because holy motherfuck, dude. The guy, <laughs> the guy just doubled down. He goes, Dilbert here, let me. You looking for headphones? Yeah, yeah they're in my backpack, dude. Sorry, I took them. Um, now, of course, we're going to get through all the shins. And you don't have another pair there? Yeah. Wow. Here, let me play some of this. Dude, this is so ridiculous how he did it. Also, it looks like Cal Ripken Jr. Cal Racist Jr. Come on, let's play it. Here we go. And it's on. Dude, you heard about this, right? You know about this, right? Yeah. Dude. So if, if you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll. Not a- he put out a poll in Twitter where he was like, where he was like, wow, he's got the Spider-Man uh, he- headphones. Like from, from guess those are Calvin's. Well, I don't even fit his head. He's going to have to listen in one ear. Um, so he basically put out a poll. Is it, oh, is it okay to be white or not? And 53% of the people uh, said, like, yeah, it's okay to be white, which means there were, like, 47 people that said, yeah, it's not okay to be white. And he was saying that it's racist. Now, is that racist? Ah, yes! Okay, now, 
Do I want to die on that hill? Ah, who cares? Doesn't matter. But my point is, if you do a dog shit cartoon in 100 publications across America, you can't be saying stuff like that. All right? So he did it. He tweeted that. And obviously, he wanted to be incendiary. Guys, we're 70 mil. All right? So the guy wants to cash out. So then he put he puts this video up. So if, if you know, nearly half of all blacks. First of all, calling them blacks. Whoa. Uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll. Not according to me. According to this poll. Uh, that's a hate group. This man just said blacks. All right. <laughs> All right. Hate group. Not, he didn't even say some blacks, which which would still be like, whoa, buddy. The guy just goes, blacks are, are a hate group. Huh. That's the fucking huh awards. That's a hate group. Yep. Double down to and the I don't want to have anything to do with them. <laughs> um, I don't want to have anything to do with them, meaning blacks. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things well, are going. It, it can't get much worse. The best right? advice so, I would give to at least white can't, people can't get much worse. is to get the hell away from black people. The fact that not only he said white people should get away from black people, but the fact that he said white people should get the hell away from black people is like you feel the vitriol under his speaking, right? Uh, uh, white pe- And the fact that he's doing this the whole time, uh, white people should uh, get the hell away from black people. You make a dog shit cartoon. Just get the f*** away. Uh. Wherever you have to go, just get away. Like, like they're everywhere, you know. Wherever you have to go, just like you're just in the. Well, this is better than being around them blacks, in the in the in the Atlantic, in the Potomac. You know they don't swim, so scared of water. Just racist motherfuckers out there. So that is uh, Scott Adams, dude. It's so funny that a cartoonist can even be racist. You know? Ah, draw. So everybody was just like, done. Done with them. And I'm just like, wow. And I looked in the comments, and dude, some people are just all for it. It's crazy how, like, my favorite are the black dudes that are come out and are like, yeah, it's up to our kind to do better. And we don't, you know, like, God damn, dude. What did Ben Stiller do? One fire sent me this. Oh. Oh. Did he, is he getting canceled or no? No. He said, I make no apologies for Tropic Thunder. Oh, wait, somebody said. What is this? So Benny S. wrote to Ben Stiller, please stop apologizing for doing this movie. It wasn't still as funny as fuck. Even funnier now with cancel culture that the way it is, it's a movie. Y'all can just get over it. I was dying laughing when I saw first back in the day and so was everyone else. I noticed how in Twitter how liberal. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the guy says, I noticed how Twitter 
I noticed on Twitter how liberals have been trying to cancel culture of the movie Tropic Thunder. Now people like Ben Stiller are actually apologizing for what? It's a classic movie, funny as fuck. If you haven't seen it, it's a satirical movie. Robert Downey Jr., you know, he, he does it in blackface, whatever. Well, his whole body's black, whatever. Stop apologizing for this stuff. And then Ben Stiller writes, I make no apologies for Tropic Thunder. Don't know who told you that. It's always been a controversial movie since we opened. Since when we opened. Proud of it and the work everyone did on it. Nice. Um... I guess this is a tweet he did. Actually, Tropic Thunder was booked out of 10 years ago when it came out, and I apologize then. It, it was always meant to make fun of actors trying to do anything to win awards. Yeah, of course. I stand by, by my apology in the movie. I stand by my apology in the movie, Sean White, and the great people that work at the... Oh, so he did apologize for it then. Why is Sean White... That was 2018. Yeah, dude. It's 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 it, it, like, that's the thing about this is that they don't re- even go to the fact that they're making fun of a guy who would do this. But whatever. Hey, nobody gives a fuck. Um, how about this Andrew Tate tweet? Sup? What did he mean? Sup? He writes, "I was awoken last night by an icy chill." Eh, sup? Poetry. And then he writes, and identified a ghost in my prison cell. Oops, you had it for a minute there. Dude, Andrew Tate, that's the thing, man. Once you reach escape velocity, you can say anything. And people will just like, okay, there were ghosts then, I believe you. I've invested too much of myself to follow you. I was walking last night by an icy chill and identified a ghost in my prison cell. He was terrified and begged me not to annihilate him. Ah, The most fucking, wow, dude, to have it like that? To have it like that, why would it go? Hey, dude, first of all, I'm finding flaws in this tweet. Why is the ghost even showing up? Be in another area. Be, at least be in Andrew kitchen where he's not sleeping. Oh, he's in, he's in jail. And his t- uh, he was terrified and begged me not to annihilate him. I sent him back to hell with a message for the demons. I am always ready. Whoa, dude. Look, this guy writes, Gotta respect a man that never stops growing. Andrew Tate, social media phenomenon, kickboxing champion, internet pimp, business coach, and ghostbuster. That's cool, dude. Free your mind, dude. Free your fucking mind. Andrew Tate. Free Andrew Tate, right? Isn't that what they say? I have no idea. They're they're for sure shot of betting this video. I'm saying Andrew Tate too much. Um Yeah, he DM'd me a long time ago uh and was talking about uh, how everyone was mad at him and we were having a laugh and that's it. He said, let me come on your podcast. And I was like, um, he did. He said, let me come on your podcast. Let me know when you want to do the best podcast of all time. And I wrote, uh, okay, well, I don't have guests on my podcast. And uh, that's that. It was a while ago. So how's that for, how's that for some insider biz, dude? How's that for some BTS? I guess Tommy Fury beat Jake Paul in decision. All right. I guess it was a split decision. Every time I hear split decision, I think of Ace Ventura saying, quick decision, and then throwing her into the water. Um, Wow, that's so funny. Quick decision, like so dumb and funny. Wow, Jim Carrey's awesome. So, um, 
Yeah, he beat him. I like you know what I like about Jake Paul, dude. He'll talk so much shit, and then afterwards he'll be like, "Fair play, dude. You won. Congrats to you and your family." That's so fucking awesome. That means he's playing a game of boxing and he's doing it well, dude. The guy's a marketing genius, right? And so am I. So we have something in common. Um, what else did I do this week? I fucking, I did a. Um, I'm fucking tired, man. I may need more of that coffee where she said, you want to die? <sighs> Shout out to my friggin' homies. Um, Let's look at some of these here. I like doing these. Let's do- look at some of these. Um, What do you call it? Uh, GPT. Chat GPT. Chris D'Elia jokes. This is a new section we do here on the show. Chat GPT, Crystalia jokes on caviar. Hey, what's the deal with caviar? It's like, let me get this straight. We're paying top dollar for fish eggs? I mean, come on, people. If we really wanted to eat fish eggs, we could just go fishing and squeeze them out ourselves. So not a joke. Also something I would say because I don't do jokes. Um, I mean, come on, people. It's so something I have never said. I mean, come on, people. I've literally never said that in my life except for chat GPT. Uh, reciting chat GPT jokes. Here's one on cruise ships. Well, this is actually a hilarious line. Hey, you ever been on a cruise? It's like a floating hotel, but with a lot more diarrhea. I mean, you're basically trapped on a boat with a bunch of strangers all trying to avoid the same overcooked buffet food. I mean, the first line of that is hilarious. Oh, crush on stage, going to do it. And let's not forget about the entertainment. There's always some cheesy magician or washed-up comedian, me. No, I didn't say that part. I'm trying to make you laugh. Yeah, good luck with that, buddy. I'm too busy trying not to get seasick. Wow, so bad. But you know what the best part of the cruise is? Get off the damn thing. I mean, you've been stuck on a boat for a week. You're willing to kiss the ground when you finally dock. So, yeah, you want to spend your time vacation feeling like you're on a floating Petri dish? Go ahead and book that cruise. No, so bad. First line was funny. Here's Burger King. Chat GPT jokes. Chris Leah. Burger King, huh? Wow, I like that already. Burger King, huh? More like Burger Prince. Am I right? Didn't I do this already? They're all the same. You just did this now? Wow. Burger Prince. <laughs> Am I right? I mean, who are they trying to fool with that crown logo? I didn't do this already. Did you do it? Wow. Did Ivan get rid of do the same thing? No, maybe not, but it just feels so... Am I having a fucking, what do you call it? Deja vu? Yeah, no, I didn't do this. But no amount of slow motion shots is going to make me forget that time I got food poisoning from your Whopper. Hey, guess if you're going to... Guess if you're into... Hey, I guess if you're in a soggy buns and wilted lettuce, Burger King is the place for you. Just make sure to bring your own crown because you definitely won't be feeling like a king after eating there. Wow, so bad, dude. You would That would so be a joke that somebody would do in an open mic in a hostel. Um, wow. Oh, man. Guess what? Joke's on you guys. I've been nauseous the whole time I've been doing this, this um, podcast, and it's been okay. So...
still did it. Got through it. Eight, eight, three Tums didn't work. Yes, dude. Awesome. Tums didn't work. Yes, dude. Absolutely freaking awesome. But uh, congratulations today brought to you by me. Brought to you by me. So like and subscribe to the shits. My other channel has been fucking pumping, though. I've been getting followers. Got like 30,000 followers in the past few days. Uh, Crystal Lee channel. That's what's up, dude. Uh, let's do some Tinder, some some dessert. Let's do some Tinder? Nah. Let's do some Tinder or Deserve It scale. Let's do some Deserve It scale. Here we go. Was trying to jump over the leak pipe with tremendous water pressure. Well, we know how that ends up. Was it a woman or a man? Oh. 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 I mean, oh my God, dude. First of all, bitched out completely because only kind of put the side of his leg over it and still flipped all the way around. Dude, that's unbelievable. Oh, my God. Broke his fucking neck. Wow. Somebody wrote public enema number one. That's pretty funny. Uh, That is just so bad. You could die like that. So that's an eight because it was very funny, but also you can die like that. So let's not let's not have that happen anymore. huh? Here's another one. Running and flipping. Oh, the music is so bad. So running. Oh, running and flipping off is what it is. He gave the guy the finger and then ate shit. Oh, this is a bus. Oh, hit a pole. Oof. Oof. Oh, the guy behind him is doing a Naruto run. Naruto run, literally. Wow, those guys are all dorks. Everything's, everybody's such a dork in there. Um, yeah, that's a, an eight as well. But there was some pain in that, so I feel bad about that. Oof, you ever hit that shit? That happened to me once. Not running, but walking. It hurts so bad walking. It hurts so bad I must passed out. So running, I can't even fucking imagine. Oh, there's another one here you put? What the fuck? Okay, let's do this one. Driving a bike off a ramp into water. Here we go. Oh, have we not seen this one? Dude, there's so many videos like this, I can't even. I'm having deja vu crazy. It's crazy. Oh, flipped around, hit the water. Hope they didn't die. Okay, that is an Eight. Eight. We're, there's land of the eights. Because this is not so funny, man. I like when they go like, no, 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 no. Or like, whoa, 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 whoa. Or, 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 or like, they're like, Sam, 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 Sam. Now watch it. And then that's the end of the show for YouTube. If you want to catch the uncut episode the uh, with no ads uh, and uh, the raw uncut episode, go to uh, patreon.com slash crystalia. And uh, you can all get that for six bucks. And also you can get the rest of the episodes we've done like 24 every month there's a, an episode for patreon you can go get them if you go subscribe to the patreon for six bucks patreon.com slash chrysalia thanks very much guys I'm